Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome to Strongcast. I'm Mark Boyd. I am here with Mr. Paul Sullivan. Hello, everybody. We're here at Dubai Muscle Show, and we have two very special guests. We have Mona and Mike O'Hearn. How are you two today, guys? Oh, I'm freaking great. I love being here today, <laughs> man. It's amazing. I can't believe it. Oh, I love the accent. <laughs> you like that one? All right. I was going to give a list of your achievements, but I'm not putting accents on there. <laughs> Well, thanks for having us on, guys. I want to say that for sure. Mona Mearson, uh, um, a former Miss Universe, IFBB Pro, and um, uh, I'm her handler, I guess you would say. <laughs> As you said, you're the savage yeah. out of the two. I'm the boss. The boss. The yeah. boss. Well, it's a pleasure to have you both on here Thank talking. You. Um, obviously, welcome to Strongcast. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Obviously, we want to make it relatable. We want to find out where you guys come from, your upbringing, your involvement in sport, the industry. How did you get to where you are today? Well, you, you should go first. Well, I was going to ask. If I go first, yours is nothing. Nothing. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, you go first. How long did it take you guys to come up with the um, podcast name? I'm just curious on that. A couple days? You know, or? It, 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 <laughs> we, we got a full uh, PR agency here. We had a full word. Paid you know, some money. Yeah, honestly, we had like a group of people all deciding. Yeah. <laughs> Even the logo. I think that, that was <laughs> creative. Creative boys. I like that. You got to keep it simple. Um, I got to say first, you got a William Wallace sword on the table. We yeah. do, yeah. That's so badass. Now I feel like the gladiator that I, you know, and you actually I portray. touched it. And I did touch it. <laughs> you can just edit Mike that part. touched Mark's sword. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. And I you liked can, it. You can swing it around the shoulder. <laughs> I don't mind taking it for a swing yeah, if you don't mind. You should just walk through the expo with it. It'll keep the photos away. <laughs> yeah, just walking yeah. through. <laughs> I, would, I would pull that off well. Um, let's see. Where are we at now? We, we are at the Dubai Muscle Show, which is great. And we're sitting down with you guys. And I want to say thank you for having us on here. It's our pleasure. Um, and I know we were talking before we started filming, mm -hmm. and we were talking about like longevity or, or what really is yes. true longevity. Yeah. And uh, I think you guys kind of hit it out of the park in an American saying, mm -hmm. is that it's not the strength of the body, but it's the strength of the mind. Yeah, 100%. And I, I think that's 
what's kept me in the game. Yeah. Um, and I think it's taken up another notch because of this little Romanian gangster. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been in the industry? I mean, what is it like? 500 cover shoots, TV, film. 150 this, years. 150 <laughs> years. When, and he's when, still only 32. <laughs> when me and William fought, <laughs> oh, it was incredible. Um, I have, and what I talk about in the industry, I don't talk about like my first competitions. I talk about when I achieved what we all wanted back then is in the magazines, uh, cover shoots and stuff like that. And that's where I first appeared in 1987 before you lads were even born. Wow, I was born one year later. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been at the pinnacle since 1987 is when uh, uh, Joe Weider and the industry took a yeah. liking to me and wanted me. Long before social media. Oh, decades, yeah. decades before that. It's crazy. And I was already competing for years before that and winning. And that's, again, I'm a guy that was in the trenches and had to win shows and powerlifting meets and martial yeah. arts meets um, and bodybuilding shows to get in the magazines. It, not just, yeah, it's, it's hard work to get your name to the pinnacle then, not just a viral video on the internet or a picture of your abs. Yeah, I, it, there's, and there's a good and bad. For me, mostly being from that era, and, and I've been talking to all my guys, the OGs, and it is, I love that I was in the trenches and in the fight. Um, because that built the character and then to stay in the fight continues to sharpen, you know, sharpen that yeah. mindset. Yeah. And how can I continue to change, stay healthy and continue to do what I do, um, but at the pinnacle of the industry and not just be a voice. Yeah. How, with, with the way it is now with social media, YouTube, filming, etc., young kids getting into it, countless different companies. How do you try and stay at that pinnacle is there anything you try to do or is it does it come from keeping yourself top-notch fit healthy mindset wow that's a good question because there's so many variables on that it, it, i guess for me it's continuously trying to teach that it's not about the reps and sets it's not about that you go in the gym and train four hours it's about how strong you are mentally on the bad days how strong you are on mentally on the breakups the 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 trauma, the no money, those kind of things. That's how I've stayed in it, and I try to teach that. And I think some of those people out there are going, hmm. So it's not about totally the nutrition or the training. It's about your mindset and continuing to battle every single day. Yeah. Mona. Talk to me. <laughs> and now the show just went right through the roof right here. <laughs> the Romanian gangster. Yeah. Right. Talk to uh, us. How, like Mike was saying there, sort of like... 1980s, 87, he's competing. Where did your journey start? Where, where have you, what have you gone well, through the ups and downs? Well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never gone up and down. I've only been, I could say, just gone up for me. Um, I came from Romania in 92. I went straight to New York City. Um, I lived there for about 30 years, and uh, then I moved out to Los Angeles. Uh, met Mike, moved in, had a baby. And uh, we keep pushing, I guess, you know, through life. Um, I grew up very poor, so my mind was really sharp before I hit New York. You know, I was 16, but brain probably was 35. So I started working immediately. Um, I didn't go to school because I loved money. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I've ended up 
believe it or not, um, having my own steakhouse in Manhattan, New York, which was literally in the financial district right next to Wall Street. I had that for 17 years. Wow. Um, and I sold it when I moved out to Los Angeles. Um, I was also the editor-in-chief for Muscle & Fitness Hearst Magazine, so I worked with Shape, Men's Fitness, Flex Magazine, so... Mike, you were right. Her story wiped yeah, you out of the water. You guys don't even know. She skipped over the thing where she's talking about the, when she left Romania, it was the civil war that was going on there, a communist country. And then yeah. she gets to New York, the hardest place in the world. She doesn't speak the language, doesn't go to school, becomes a self-made millionaire. It's like, my story is nothing compared to this. That's why I said you go first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean... It's just it literally, like Mike was saying, if you have the mental approach, and America is the land of opportunity. So anything you want to do, that's where you could achieve everything, unless yeah. you're lazy and you don't want to work and you don't have the drive. But I think that is the country to really become something that you can't yeah. do it in any other country. I don't, I don't think you can. It's something we, we talk about Dubai being similar yeah, Dubai has become a very similar situation for opportunity yeah it's a, it's a small pond with a lot of big fish like i would never have thought i'd been in with you, a room with you two guys right. you know so what about like, last night i mean like, oh that's a different show <laughs> different <laughs> show sorry i'm sorry <laughs> i took you way out of there uh, look at these guys <laughs> now they're all shy yeah, yeah. i know but do you think coming from sort of poorer background mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you think that instilled the mindset you have today? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, for me, and I always say to Mike, um, of course, we are very successful at this point, but we've worked our way up. Yeah. Well, I did work hard to get where I am today. Um, but if tomorrow I lose everything, yeah. I have no problem starting again. Where when the market crashed in New York, I've heard of people like literally committing suicide. like. It's insane because their mind approach to life was so weak. It's like, I lost everything. I don't know what to do, anything else. You know, this was it for me where I could start cleaning restrooms and just work my way up again. Yeah. So I feel like my mind approach to anything, it's much stronger than a lot of people that I met. Uh, but again, you know, if you find a partner like Mike and where... So <laughs> here's what I said today to Wally, a friend of ours. We were talking this morning. Um, I said, That is I single, <laughs> so the ladies that are here, or some good-looking guys, I don't know, whatever you want. <laughs> Wally's going to step on now with his million-dollar WBFF smile over there. He's coming in. Uh, I said uh, when Mike and I uh, met, we knew each other. So I knew of Mike because I was running the magazine and he was in the, every freaking cover. <laughs> yeah, and we judged uh, some of the shows at the Olympia and so the big shows back in New York. But um, I felt like he was Michael Hearn. So he had a name and he everybody knew who he was. But I feel like I, when we started dating, we kind of combined the business approach, which I've learned, you know, through my years yeah. um, with his already fame that he had so with his looks and everybody wanted to be around Mike because of the strength and because of the knowledge and because of you know who he was we combined those two together and I feel like it was it's such a successful like a partnership storm of success right yeah. so you could only imagine what's going to happen with Titan our three-year-old now that he's growing up with that energy and that you know 
the yeah. mind approach that we both have to life. Yeah. I mean, also you know? with a name like that, you've set him up. <laughs> you've set him up for greatness. <laughs> so, so people say it's not going to be like welcome to McDonald's. I'm Titan. They said, uh, uh, "Why'd you name yourself Titan?" I said, "I didn't name him." She named him Titan Maximus O'Hearn. Yeah, so his and name so, is Titan oh, wow. Maximus. First yeah. of his name. Yes. <laughs> Are you not entertained? I am here. She said some stuff, though, that translates back to your original question about social media and, and kids coming up that maybe weren't in the trenches. And so I think it's a, a great thing for social media um, on one aspect. If you got a personality, you, you got the charm, you got a great smile and stuff. Thanks. Um, yes. <laughs> Are you three later? <laughs> but you can make yourself a success on social media. The downside of that is it's the decades that come into play because it, there's got to be some heart to what you're doing and not just, hey, you've got a gift for gab. There's got to be some kind of heart and that commitment. And I, I, I got that from the fights, um, martial arts, powerlifting, bodybuilding, and being in competitions and, and wrestling and football before that, but she got it, you know, in life. You know, my competitions compared to what she went through is nothing. Yeah. And so I think going back to partnership or, or, or taking it up another notch and staying relevant, it's a, it's a team effort. Um, and I definitely stepped up a lot because of her. Uh, and then, but for the kids out there, get some kind of challenges. Mm. Don't, don't just sit there and, and, and go, hey, this is cool, I'm a good looking guy, whatever, I'll just talk about it and stuff. But get something that What's challenges kind of substance you. behind it? Like you said, if, if it all gets taken away that one day. Oh yeah. It where's your grit and your determination to come back from it and not just be in that mindset of, oh, that was everything I worked for. Like, you guys are old enough to know that. Yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. Is, it, is it when everything's going great that you're awesome? But what happens when you're bad? Yeah. When things, what if nobody's watching the show? What if nobody's doing it? And rent's not getting paid now. Now what? Is, who are you then? Yeah. 100%. So that's yeah. when, yeah. So when bad things happen, when people go through whatever it may be, you know, losing a person or whatever, uh, that's when you get stronger. For me, you know, a lot of people get weaker. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's like all we had at a very young age growing up in Romania a lot of things happening and we just became stronger and stronger and stronger so now we just you know myself and my sister and my brother we just you know going through life like nothing we've in our gym we've got the That's big we've, the we've got the big logo printed on the wall without struggle there is no strength there you go uh. And it's, it, it sums it up. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I know that's, it's like they say, oh, it's cliche. That's why it's cliche, because it's yeah. so real. You learn more from your failures and you grow from, from those rather than, like you say, sitting on top, thinking everything's fine when one day it could yeah. not be. And I'm okay with uh, even adding a layer to it. Because weightlifting is us giving ourselves own, our own trauma so life is easier. We train like beasts, why? So everything outside of the gym is easier. We diet so hard, why? So everything else again, that foundation creates an easier outside world. And so we're in that gym and training and stuff, but when you're going through the pain, don't be the guy that rushes it. Uh, sit in the pain, find out what it is, and then pull yourself out of that instead of depending on everybody else to pull you out. Pull yourself out of that in time. Sit it and, and I think that's when I really started growing because we met a close period of time after I lost my mom and I sat in that pain and I came out a different person. You guys know that. When you go through something and you live in it, 
and, and as hard as it is, and then you come out of it on your own, yeah. that's a change. Yeah. And it's beautiful to see that you, you both have a mutual understanding of your backgrounds and the evolution of your mindsets growing, and now you have a child, mm -hmm. which you can pass this information on to. Like, that's something... He's going to be a weapon. I've, re I've, re I've recently uh, had a child, and it's something that I'm really looking forward to do is passing on my experiences onto my child so they can mm -hmm. have an even better life and, and learn, teach those struggles, and that's the struggles that's going to get them to where they are in 20 years' time. Yeah. Which is a great thing because in our house, I mean, Wally's back here. You guys will see Wally in a minute, but those are the kind of guys that are coming through our house 24-7. Our house is a madhouse, but it's also a madhouse with monsters. It's 280-pound, 350-pound guys coming through 6'6", six, six, and so that's Titan's normal. His normal is a monster of a... <laughs> right. Dad's the smallest of all these men. That's his normal. And then he's got a mother like that, and it's like, I love how I grew up as a kid and being around the greatest power lifters at 9, 10, 11. So I thought a 600 bench is any Joe Blow in the gym. But that's my ceiling now. That's not even my ceiling. That's my, that's my starting ground. Everybody can do that. But if you go to a gym where the strongest guy is 225, that sets the bar for the whole gym. And so when you go to that gym and you go to the place and you see the logo on the wall saying struggle, that's, that should be that person's starting ground going, this is me. This is who I am. This is the battle I'll go through to become something. Again, that's, that's the analogy of surround yourself with better people. Like the people who you surround yourself with, your circumstances, it's, it's surround yourself with people who are trying to achieve more, who are like they raise the bar because that's only going to do it for you, right? Because you don't want to sit in that. Yeah. You gave me tingles. Yeah. You gave me tingles. <laughs> the reason why is because uh, uh, I came from 10 and there's uh, 10 brothers and sisters and they're all like me. We started in martial arts because dad and mom, uh, dad was a bodybuilder, football player too. And so we started in this beast of a house. So I grew up kind of selfish. Uh, when you know that you're 10, it's like first come to first serve, you know, get your dinner before everybody else. That way you can maybe get two. But we were always very strivy like that. And then um, when it came to relationships, I wanted it to be about me as a young kid. I was a selfish kid. And then I met Mona and I realized that I had to level up to even date her. So it didn't fit me at the time. It didn't fit who I was at the time, even though if the world thinks, hey, it's Michael Hearn, you can get the girl. I couldn't get the girl. I had to change to become something better to get the girl. Mm. And it's your point. Your point is be around those that are better than you. So you're always pushing, mm. always pushing to be better. And that doesn't need to be a girlfriend. That can be anybody. That can be your friends. Yeah. True. People who want you to succeed as well, isn't it? Yeah. Rather than people that don't like seeing your success. Your circle. Yeah. So go on in. We can't have we can't have you both on without asking you some of your uh, let's say career highlights. Mm -hmm. Come on, and if you don't say gladiators, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's say peaks and troughs. Give us your peak. Give us your yeah, trough. Give us a peak and a trough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mona's well, Mona eating can... meat, right? Is that, is she not going to go with that one? No. I know what Mona's <laughs> is. Go for it. What do you know? I, I think your peak is, uh, is uh, the birth of Titan. Yeah, it was. Um, definitely, like, we, I never thought I was going to have a child, and uh, we both old, <laughs> so we had them very late, but probably that's the best decision I've ever, we've ever made, let me say that, ever, because it's just, it's no bad day for yeah. me, like, you know, but when it comes to the career, um, I would say what I loved, loved, loved working with the magazines, uh, just because I was already competing um, and I just loved being involved in fitness and this is where I, I was so involved that it gave me the opportunity to kind of make decisions on certain things that I was hoping that I pick up a magazine and I wanted to be like that girl you know back in the day of course magazines are not like that anymore now but that's what it was and I got to actually work on that and, and decide who's going to be in it and like for me that was it, it was something that I never thought I was going to do and it was like you know nice. but if I had to choose between the magazine and the restaurant business I'd probably go with the restaurant business because I like to eat I love people I love <laughs> talking to people um, and it was just such a fun fun job for me that it was no bad day at the restaurant. Like, I was looking forward to go to work. So, like, it was just, you know, both of my careers in New York, yeah. that's what I did. It was just such a fun, 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 you know, years, 10 to 20 years of my life that, you know, I could do that anytime, no problem. I just realized something. Mm -hmm. I realized that you liked the restaurant because it was a challenge. First of all, it was in the financial it, district, a hard yeah. place oh, to do. Yeah. And then, I think that was more of a challenge for you, and that's why you liked it more, because she's one of these girls that, or a competitor, not even a girl, that was like, she did her first amateur show, wins it, goes to nationals, wins it, turns pro. It's like, eh, okay, that was fun. What will I do next weekend? That kind of, so, yeah, 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 so she yeah. really crushed it. And, and then, boom, now she's the head of the magazines, and she's picking who's gonna be on there. So I think that was, Fun for you? It was fun. Yeah. But you're a genetic freak. <laughs> and so it the was challenge the, came the from challenge. the other stuff. Yeah. I think the mindset yeah. for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trough. Tell us the trough. <laughs> the trough. The low trough. point. The peak. The trough. A low oh. point. Are there any low points? No. No. Like, no. Meaning <laughs> You can say it. <laughs> Me when I'm dieting. No, That's the yeah. low point. It's like, <laughs> it's like I, I could handle you. I could handle... Forget it. You're not like for me. It's not low there point. There was the New Yorker coming out of you. There. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. She's very. Yeah. She's like this. Yeah. Like I don't feel like. So that's what I was trying to say earlier. Like you know, I'm not. My emotions are not like. Yeah. I, I never go up and down. That's me. That's my. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. Um, yeah. I don't just. You know. I don't just cry. You know. I don't just like. It's for me. It's always like, just such a balanced life, and I don't go down. Like it doesn't. It's nothing that could really bring me down i hate to say that. i know she's saying it but she really is like I, I it doesn't matter i lost my pup and i'm crying there she walks in 
okay, and walks back out, and I'm sitting there. It's like, she's so strong. She's just level-headed going, I will be the level-headed person, and I'm the emotional yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, I know things could happen, and of course, you know, you, you, you feel hurt, and Mike always says, oh, my God, you, you're just, like, so strong. Do you, like, really care or don't care? Like, you cannot tell. You cannot tell if I'm, like, really, really happy or if I'm, like, really, really sad because I'm, like, so level. Yeah. Uh, I'm always leveled, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but you know. I think that streams can be bad. It's. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think it's a good thing, yeah. and I think it's because of the way you grew up in a communist country during the civil war. I mean, that's a tough. I can't fathom growing up I mean, in something like that. Yeah. Think when do when do I ever like when do we ever fight? Never. No, never. If you if you get aggravated and you start, I would just walk away. I'm like, yeah. all right, I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> see you, uh, later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. Are you guys okay on time? Yeah. You good? Yeah, yeah, you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So come on, give us your. Uh, <sighs> Let's see. Um, uh, obviously, in life, it would be my son. Greatest thing I ever uh, decided to do. Um, uh, the downside. It's, it's a downside, but it also uh, made me appreciate life more is, is um, uh, losing my mom and dad. It's a, you know, you're an adult orphan. It's still, it's a hard, hard thing, regardless of your ages. Um, that was the hardest thing in life. Best thing in life is Titan. Um, competition. Competition. I, I, the downside is that I'm not competing and I miss the battle. I miss those kind of battles. And that's why people see me today training in the same ways. I love the fight. Yeah. I love it. Um, and the highlights, there's so many great highlights, but I think, believe it or not, Gladiators. there's a trophy. I know, no, no, no. Gladiators <laughs> was huge. There was a show called Battle Dome, and it was more violent than Gladiators. We got leash off. They allowed us to do whatever. They tamed me on Gladiators to go, hey, just go easy on this guy. Go easy on these guys. And on Gladiators, we got to go off. And I, I think one of the greatest things about that show, when I did uh, Battle Dome, is that my dad was still here and he saw me go undefeated. And being the only gladiator that ever went undefeated in every event. And, and so it just, those kind of shows and, and stuff is better than anything else. Because you're such a small number. There's so many, uh, I had a chance to go WWE wrestling, but there's so many. There's uh, uh, other sports or bodybuilding, there's so many. With gladiators, there's five guys in the entire you know world doing that kind of stuff and competing against each other so those are the huge huge moments for me and everybody still remembers yeah. gladiators and battle dome and those shows but uh the peak was when i had a discussion with joe weeder and i was 20 years old and it's better than a title the reason why is because we it was uh, after the olympia and we're all doing a photo shoot cover shots and out of that group of mr olympias and me um, I got the cover out of that day of photo shoots and he kept me till the end and he said to me, do what you're doing. Stay with what you're in. Don't, don't follow anybody, don't do anything. What you're doing is perfect. And I think that was the biggest moment because that set me up for the career I'm still doing today that I never, never got out of my lane. That big validation stamp of yeah, what you're doing was right. bigger yeah. than a trophy yeah, yeah. because he's sitting there going, this is the guy that's bodybuilding. If you go bodybuilding and you don't know Joe Weider, and so he just said that to me, he says, kid, do what you're doing. Don't follow nobody, don't do anything, you got this stuff. And that was the biggest award. Mm. That piece of advice is bigger than any trophy I ever got in my entire life. And I never changed lanes. Yeah. I said, I, there's something that I'm doing that nobody else is and I'm gonna stay on that path. Awesome. 
I know you wanted like a trophy or winning the no, universe no, no, and stuff. No, no, no. That, that I'll tell you, we want that stuff. Key the moments. That stuff. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that. that's what makes you evolve. These key moments in life. It's, it, it's not the trophy. There's a lot of Mr. Universes. I'm just one of many universe guys. But I've been here since the 80s and still here today doing it. And so what, what was the change? It was the conversations. It, yeah. it was the moments. It's, it's the who's around you. It's the advice you took. Yeah. Because everybody's going to give you advice, right? Yeah. But are you open to it? Yeah. Because that, I, yeah. you guys sit down with people all the time. Yeah, yeah. How many people are really open? Yeah, yeah. With Angelov. Yeah, Lazar Angelov, Angelov yesterday. So Lazar Angelov, like, physique-wise, aesthetic-wise, everything, like, 2014, 15, 16, he's absolutely massive. He was everywhere, like, covers and all different things. And then we're, we're saying to him, like, almost what happened? Because he, like... He disappeared. He had a few injuries. He had a few things, but he said he was in such a mental bad place and got mm -hmm. depressed. But you're looking at this person that you perceive as super successful. He's on YouTube. He's everywhere. He's magazine covers. He's doing all these things. But then, how can you be unhappy? You have everything, mm. but the actual person themselves, because yeah. there's, there's no, lot, there's nothing from it. And there's it's, a lot of um, when you hear people, people say like that, that yeah. it's, it's crazy. That yeah, like, it's like they, they what you hit, think will be happy so out of success. Yeah. You know, you, you have the life that anybody would dream yeah. of, and then all of a sudden you're like yeah. upset and sad, and like, yeah. what is going on? You and, know? That, and that comes it's back. All a mental it approach. comes back to that iceberg of success. Mm -hmm. Everyone just sees the the, the, the pinnacle, yeah. the product. Nobody sees the work ethic, the yeah. hours that's been put in, the commitment, the time. Or well, the thirty odd years of grafting away, like. It's an amazing thing that people don't look at a photo and see that story, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand, and I don't know if it's my age, that I see I see the road that the individual did. You know, it's like I can see yeah, when Brad Pitt hit a, a bump. I was like, 100%, man. This guy's been in this, or Tom Cruise is still killing, and that's why I, th I love Tom Cruise. He's, he's, uh, you don't hear much about him on the other side. You just, you just, the work ethic of this man is unstoppable. And I know I jumped out of bodybuilding, health and fitness, but mm -hmm. those guys impressed me more because bodybuilders seem to be disciplined for a period of time mm -hmm. and then a bump happens and then they're gone. And I think there's... It's that fast paced, like short hit that yeah. they get rather than look like looking into the depths of the hard work well i think again it's more that short term the social media and like kind of what it's got is they see a picture of someone and like you say you see the work that's gone into it most people these days the mindset of it is they look at that and go i want that now right mm. oh it's my six week fix where's my eight weeks where's right. my they're, whatever they're it is oh that, right that person's earning a million dollars a month doing mm -hmm. this and it's I, I an easy fix. It, I, I can get it. that. It's, it's, I can get that. It's like I can get, get that. that really quick. It's yeah. just take a special pill or something like this. Yeah. And it's like, guys, it's... it's yeah, it's I, a, I see it on social media a lot. And I see, you know, so the comments are crazy. Obviously, Mike has a, a huge following. So, like... I have fans. You, you see what? them nah, saying... Come on. Saying, <laughs> oh, it, it must be nice that you just have, you know, free food from a company that you're eating. I'm like, Mike worked for four decades to get yeah. here. It's not like he just woke up and he said, hey, you know, send me the food. Yeah. He actually worked for a long time yeah. to get where he is today. Yeah. Of course he deserves to get, yeah. you know, what he gets, but. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, that's why I said like 1987 is when I'm in the magazines and I'm just getting the new covers now to 2020, almost 23. And then they'll instantly go to, ah, but it's this. It's like, well, wait a minute, hold on. Didn't everybody do that? Why am I here? Why am I still here? It's, it's, these guys are the greatest 
are the guys that go through that mental battle and come out the other side, girls, guys, you know, it's, it is a struggle. Like you guys said, the other guy, I don't know if he believed his own hype for a moment, which a lot of people do, mostly social media people do. They start believing their own hype. Yeah, he's, he's, he's said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing thing. It's sucked into it. Yeah, it's almost like you've created this like God complex, isn't it, of yourself? Mm. That you're reading it going, I'm the man, I'm doing everything, nothing's going wrong. We see that, people love me. We see that all the time, so yeah. many times yeah. with guys that believe their own hype. And yeah. it's, it, what, will, what will knock you back down and really change you, I think, is a great thing. Can he go through that, believe his own hype, I know it happens to everybody, and then get out of that? You know, I, I believe my own hype when I was 20 because I booked American Gladiators, I was on the covers, I was getting endorsements, I was winning every show I competed in. It was like, oh man, I'm this, and then something happened that traumatized me, and I was like, ooh, that's, I'm just doing this, that's not who I am. And then you realize, it, it don't matter that you're famous, it don't matter that you're on the magazines, it doesn't matter how I trained yesterday, it matters on what I do today. Yeah. And I wish these kids would have that fight. And I always think there should be a, a struggle yeah. to try to push through. And that's why I train the way that, I yeah. do. Well, as we've just got to that point, Mona, can we say thank you very much for stepping on and get Wally in? Because I Absolutely. just want to talk about the what you've just gone on there, like the longevity of training and how you guys train and how you've managed to stay how you are. Yeah. Wally's going to jump on out. Wally, thank you for having me, guys. Thank you very Wally. much, Mona. Thank you so much. Thanks for wrecking my podcast. Get out of here. Jeez Louise. <laughs> she always levels it up a bit. Now, this is a good cat right here. Wally. Mike, Look we'll at, let you do the introduction. Come on, come on. Come on. Well, I don't, all, you, all he needs to do is come in here and smile. Look at that smile. <laughs> Charming lad. Um, but uh, Wally and I met years ago. And uh, it was an instant uh, connection. And I think one of the biggest things about him is he's, he was already a world champ when I met him. But the way he wanted to uh, suck up the knowledge and, and the respect he had, um, it's not, you don't deserve respect, you, you earn respect. And, and I think how he came to me and we trained together, uh, I just loved his approach, his energy on how he does the health and fitness there. And one of the big things I noticed about him is he doesn't believe his own hype. And you can always tell that by the person that can get up early, keep putting it in, doesn't take the time off. So come on, Wally. <laughs> Welcome. I don't think I can introduce myself better than Mike because I think for me, I've been training for 30 years. And obviously when I met Mike at Girls Gym, Venice Beach, I already knew who Mike was. I've been watching his YouTube videos for years and you know, I was in awe of him when I met him. And, you know, for me, when I walk into any gym anywhere in the world, I don't want to be the, the most knowledgeable guy in the gym. And I'm not the most knowledgeable guy in the gym. And if you're in any room, you're the most knowledgeable guy in that room. You're in the wrong room. So whenever I walk in a gym, the Whoa. first thing Whoa. the first thing I look at is what everybody's doing. I'm a people's person. I watch people. I can't help it but watch people. And one of the things I always look at, I think, what exercise can I take away? Or what, what knowledge can I take away from this classroom because the gym is my classroom this is where i learn everything about my trade to do with exercises to do with discipline you know that you know whenever i train with mike in la he's like kid we're training at 5 a.m i'm like god's sake <laughs> <laughs> it's like 5 a.m you know you're not asleep you know what's wrong with you but yeah you know the gym's just for me is one of the biggest classroom and um someone like mike when i met him i just wanted to learn i really did want to learn so all the egos and everything that I knew, not that I just put aside, but I was always asking questions. 
whenever he makes me do an exercise, for example, I'd be like, why, why are we doing it this way? And his explanation is breakdown of what, why we're doing it a specific way. He's so knowledgeable and he's so open for discussion. And you'll go away from any session with him, well knowledge, the knowledge is just going to be phenomenal, you know. Just, I can't stop talking about him, so I'm going to stop right no, now. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't want your Mark, listeners. We'll just leave. We'll just leave. <laughs> I love you. I want the listeners to understand this. So, because right now they're probably, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong on this, because it seems like they only want to hear what they want to hear. And what they didn't hear there, or maybe some of them didn't, is he was already the world champ three times. Mm. He was already lifting for 30 years. And he's sitting there going, I want to go learn from this guy. Yeah. It's like, what is this? What? And this is, again, you think one thing. You see the guy, he's, he's loving his life. He's got to. He's got the Ferrari, the big house, the beautiful wife and stuff. And that individual is broken inside. Where this guy is the world champ. I'll set my ego down. Uh, training for 30 years. Can I learn something more? And then to sit down and go, teach me. That's an amazing thing. And I, don't, yeah. I want the listeners to understand that he's not a beginner. In no way is he even close to a beginner. Can we also just say that 42 years old? I mean, it's, what's the secret? Uh, I was going to say something there, but <laughs> your listeners are like, yeah. <laughs> can I say it? Black don't crack. <laughs> I mean, yes, you know, 42 years old, lifting for 30 years. Again, that's one another thing I love about Mike is longevity. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase. It's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah. You know, I, I'm at a stage in life now where my well-being means more to me than anything. Um, because if you have a beautiful wife, you've got kids, you've got uh, millions of dollars in the bank, without your health, you can't enjoy anything. So, you know, the most important thing to me is my health. So, you know, I invest heavily in that to make sure that I'm able to do the things that I want to do daily, um, still have my health. So I think it's just, you know, keeping yourself healthy, um, making sure you're getting sufficient sleep, making sure you get sufficient hydration, eating the right things, listening to people that have done it before you. I mean, one of the things that I always say in life is anything that you want to do, someone's already done it. Someone's already paved that way for you to go ahead and, and follow the path. So why are you going to then go and do all the research when you can just go to Mike? Hey, Mike, you're 10 years on me. You're 10 years older than me. What have you done? What have you done for the last four decades to be in the, situation, the position that you're in? How have you been eating? How have you been training? What can I learn from the people that have gone before me to put myself in a better position so I can be lifting for another three decades? It's that desire to always be a student no matter what. 
And even having these type of conversations, we say that we say it time and time again. We're talking about the same subject, but we're constantly absorbing yeah, the amount we get information. We, we take away every time, don't we? Yeah. Something and you because you're just listening to people's stories, and lots of people, like you said, people don't listen or don't actually listen to what's being said or the meaning behind it. But when you can communicate, you go, yeah. learn, always be a shouldn't. They want, they want, it, which is hard. Is the youngsters, and I was that kid. I want to hear the reps and sets. I want to hear what to eat. What's yeah. the best protein? What's the best car? And it comes back to the guy that's going to bring the lunchbox and just do his basic work the best he can that day, day in and day out for decades. Because he's saying you're, he's 42, but he, we've been friends for years. And so in his 30s, he was already going, I need to set myself up. And I don't think anybody's listening to this going, uh, yeah, in time. Uh, when I'm 45, whatever. When I'm 50, I can be like Mike. Because I'll start then. And it's like, I'm only here today because of how I was in my teen years, yeah. how I set myself up to 20, and then how I set myself up to 30. I'm always a decade ahead. How can I do what I do today? That way, in my late 60s, 70s, I can still do this like Robbie Robinson. Yeah. So, like, on that, like, how is your training different now from 20, 30 years ago, 10, 20 years ago? Has that evolved? Do you still keep the same sort of fundamentals in there? Or is it now more on, look, sleep, recovery, like stuff? Like, what's changed? Or what's the top nugget to like what you would say as to how you're lifting now and how you're training? I think one of the things I will say for sure is that I used to have a phrase to be like, I sleep when I die. Meaning that sleep wasn't so important to me. Literally, I used to say that to myself. I sleep when I die. And when I used to hear people staying in bed at 9 a.m., you know, I used to feel like, you're so lazy, what are you doing in bed at this time? And it's like the phrase that I use is like an African accent. I'd be like, at, at this time, you are still sleeping. <laughs> Cannot believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, things like sleep have become more important to me uh, than ever before recovery because people don't realize that all the strength training that you do, you don't grow whilst you're doing those exercises. The recovery is the hydration, is your nutrition. These are all the things that are important to you it's gonna help you develop as a human being and make those extra gains. So, you know, my, my, my training has evolved over the years, but I focused more on nutrition, hydration, and sleep. Yeah. If you can focus on those three things, you know, you'll evolve forever. Yeah. I saw a beautiful uh, video of Muhammad Ali and the uh, announcer says, hey, so what is the trick of training? What is the trick of being the world champion? What is, what is it? Is it, is it uh, the speed that you have and all this? And he came back and he said, truth is, being in bed by yourself at 9 o'clock every night. And, I, and this is, I don't know what year that was that he said this. And that's the coolest thing about seeing old videos of Bruce Lee or Muhammad Ali, these greats, and him saying, it's not the training. It wasn't the food he was eating. It was that discipline of going by myself, nine o'clock, in bed, I'll be up the next day to train. And I thought that was a amazing statement because that's how I've always lived, that I, I train four or five in the morning. And I knew that every night, get to bed, I can do another day of this. And I've never been the guy that thought he'd be in the magazines in, in the 80s and still here today now I just did three Hollywood movies that are coming out thinking, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to peak? Is this it? I thought I peaked 40 years ago. Now I'm doing Hollywood movies and, and my own vitamin line here and I'm in Dubai and the, 
it's like it's an amazing thing but it is like he said uh, it's always been sleep for me and a regimen of shutting it down going I'll get to party later I'll get to stay up later at a different time after I get what I need what I have to have right now and so that was the basic part and I know they don't want to hear that sleep's important you said it interesting you said is it the rep range is it what are you doing is it sleep and recovery it's always recovery if we can say one thing i don't care if you're 20 or 70 it's always you can only train as well as you recover anybody that says otherwise is selling you something it's just not a thing it is about how well you recover and then for me i've always believed in my power bodybuilding i always lift something at the beginning of the workout to the extreme of heaviness so that blunt force trauma to Wolf's Law, the science of the connective tissue, the science of the bone density, make sure that that is strong. And then if I'm golden there, then I can do the secondary and the volume work after that. But that's always stayed the same. It's just now me understanding how well do I recover? And you gotta do that from 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 to 60. Yeah, consistent with it as well. Yeah. I've, I've got two questions for you, for you both, you both can answer. What does the word strong mean to you? And I want a one sentence answer. Mind over body. Nice. Yeah. Mind strength. Mind strength. I've got a phrase that I use all the time. It's an acronym called MASS, you know. So it's mindset, action, system, and support. You know, and I use it basically, if you've got the right mindset, you're willing to take action every day, you can come to me and I'll give you the system and support that you need. But if you don't have the right mindset, with the willingness to take action, you can't reach the second two milestone to get to me the system and support. What do you say to the 20 year olds? Because right now they're gonna go, guys, man, man, you got you guys are old farts talking about all this stuff up on the porch and drinking your tea and yeah. it's about rest and recovery and what would you say to the 20 year old that just wants it, wants it now? I think what I would say to the 20 year old me is, you know, consistency over everything else. Keep doing what you're doing day in, day out. Stay in your lane. Don't deviate from what you want to achieve. Don't get sh the shiny object syndrome and move from one training methodology or something and jump in from different training methodology. Don't look at the Instagram workouts and then try and follow someone else. You know, just try and have a structured routine for yourself and what you're gonna do and just stay in that consistency and through consistency, you achieve the objectives that you set to yourself at the beginning. I just think a lot of people are just thinking, if I follow his training program, I'm gonna look like him. If I follow his diet, I'm gonna look like him. Like, you know, a lot of the stuff that comes on, on Instagram these days, and I look at it, it just like makes me cringe inside. It's like a day in my life, what I eat. And then so many people <laughs> are gonna go and try and mimic that and be like, I'm gonna eat like that, so I'm gonna look like him. But that goes back to what we said earlier. Mean? It's like the photo of the guy. Ah, oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, but this, they don't look at the roadmap. And it's like I always said, it's like, hey, I, uh, I saw Jay Cutler's arm workout for what he did to win the Olympia. Okay, and your point is what? <laughs> Why would you read that? I would skip that and say, Jay, will you finally do a video of what you did at 16, 17, and 18 mm. to build yeah. that clay mass that developed it to make him a champion down the road? Because nobody's at that level. Yeah. You train his arm work. It's such a different world, and I wish these kids would go stay open when you're young. And what I mean by open is, I think in the social media world, 
there's so much information and we've got dumber for it because there's so much bad information because you know there was a time that said there's no dumb question oh no there is there's a lot of dumb questions sorry man the world has opened up a whole new level of dumb questions and and just people that aren't in any way experienced in in what he's trained for 30 years and he's going to give advice but it's after 30 years of being in the trenches and stuff not reading a book a book gives you nothing it gives you an idea but stay open to what the possibilities are on your on your physique and your body and stuff, and don't shut it down. Um, and I know that when I was a kid, set your mind up around the people that are raising you up. Get around people that are better than you. He's, he's, like he said, he doesn't want to be in that room that he's the smartest guy. And I understand that. And it's like you want to keep learning, learning, learning. Keep an open mind. Um, you need to get out of this room. <laughs> I'm taking the sword with me, though. You know, awesome. Yeah, it's just, it comes back to strong. It comes back to the mind being stronger than anything else. And yeah. these guys. And the, again, you look at him and you look at Mona and you think, wow, this is a pretty picture. You guys are kicking it. Mona's a millionaire, successful, kicking ass, running the magazines and all this stuff and restaurants. The struggle is the only reason she's there. Yeah. So these guys got their backstories. Look at the whole story, not where they finish up or where they are right now. Yeah. You know, definitely, I can't agree with that, what, with everything you're saying and what you guys are saying in regards to, you know, with that darkness, you know, you can't shine. Yeah. You can't shine with that darkness. And, you know, you've got to be able to deal with the things that are going wrong and the obstacles that you hit. How do you face those obstacles? You know, like the breakup death and families and things like that it's just you know I will say have a pity party mm, yeah. two weeks three weeks and get on with life yeah. it might take a little bit longer than two three weeks yeah. you know but you've got to be able to have that pity party and just get on with life get up and consistently show up for what you love doing because for me this is my passion and love in life you know I'm, I'm, I'm in love with the process you know when I get ready for a competition even when I win the competition, the process is what I love the most because the things that I've learned from that has put me in the position that I'm in today to be able to put the discipline in other aspects of my life, like my work, like, this, like my relationships, like everything else that I'm doing in my world today. The discipline from training and nutrition has put me there. I think one huge thing, and I think you guys understand this too, and everybody you sit down with, the discipline in the gym just sets you up to help outside the gym. And so when I'm looking at him and I hear him saying, and the listeners might hear this, is that the working out and the discipline and eating right, um, he loves that. But it sets him up. That discipline sets him up in life. And so I, I'm flying to Dubai, and, he's like, and I said, hey, I'm going to be in Dubai in 17 hours. And he says, all right. He books a flight, and he gets his ass over here. But it's like... He's set in such a disciplined way where it's like, hey, I got to get over there too and, and be there and be where things are happening, knowing that he's got to put in the work. And the reason I say that is because it's not, the gym isn't the money. The gym's the work. Uh, the eating isn't the money. That's the work. But it sets you up to be at the expo, meeting everybody, uh, and everybody just seeing the smile. And, and, and us being here, it's, this part now we get to enjoy because we've done the work yeah the brickwork the foundations of yeah it, and it's i guess that's all part of life is enjoying that process and 
having the will to learn, the will to be consistent. Yeah. And I think that's the, the real message of today. I yeah. think going back to your original question as well is looking at what you what you asked in regards to the giving the, the youngsters of today um, an advice is like I can't compare my chapter one to Mike's chapter ten. So what you've got to realise is that a lot of the people that are ahead of you in the game have gone through the stages to be where they are today. You cannot just come from chapter one and jump to chapter 10 straight away. So don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 10. You've got to put in the work and the graft as necessary day in, day out. Remain consistent, remain passionate about what you're doing and the process to get you from chapter one to chapter 10. Because without that, you're just gonna be always comparing yourself. You're gonna be like, oh, why am I not here? Why am I not making this much? You know, because social media, it, it can poison the mind, but also it can grow the mind and think, right, they're on this stage here. I want to get here. So when I look at Mike, even Mike said to me today, I want you to be doing this in two, three years time, meeting all the fans and this is what you need to be doing. And I'm, I'm observing what Mike's doing, how he's interacting with the fans when they stop him on the way to the toilet to take a photograph. How he's interacting when a fan stops him in the middle of, a, of, of him he, eating his meal to take a photograph. That's the classroom, I'm absorbing all that information and all, all the way he's acting. So when it comes to my turn to do the same, I've learned from the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've learned from the best. So I've learned how to interact. I've learned how to, you know, develop myself, build myself up. And that's what it's all about, remain forever ever student. I would always remain a student. Awesome. Question for you guys. Go. You guys sit down with so many people. Yeah. Is it always the guy that went through the struggle? I know you've met celebrities and fitness celebrities and everything. Is it, is there everybody have a back struggle? Or is everybody, is there some people that just never had that struggle? I've got an answer. At some point in life, whether that's before the success or after the success, there's always some form of struggle, full stop. And what is the one thing that pulls them through? I think Mona is the, Mona's trajectory of what she has done is the cleanest trajectory like we've seen and the way she said you've stayed consistent and like been successful through that. But she still but, had that But struggle. you've had the struggle from childhood and 16 and getting to New York and learning New York. So that regardless of how seamless that success seems or the timeline it's done over, there is always something. And it's always genuine, like generally, when there is that, that struggle is the singular motivation to make people successful. I don't want to go back to being that way it was when I was a kid or growing up or no food on the table or I seen someone go through this, I'm not going through that. There would always be and I think that successful people. That word success can be in many forms not necessarily fame, not necessarily yeah. financially. Great point. A better person, mm. a better mindset, a better outlook on life. Mm. I think that is something that yeah. is, is success. Yeah. I know the, the listeners are going, wait a minute, we got the world champion, we got Miss Universe, four-time Mr. Universe here at TV and all that stuff, and we're just talking about uh, uh, struggle and getting through it and, and the mindset and recovery. But I'll tell you, from this... Uh, um, young lad it, it really if you can get that earlier in life and know that the struggles are pretty badass and and in 
as bad as they are, they're setting you up to win. Yeah. And if they can just suck that up, and I know that's tough to say to a 20-year-old or a teenager or somebody that's just starting their 30s that still wants to party and stuff, but the struggle is going to set you up to win. Yeah. Ride that roller coaster of life. Character building. Right, we are not going to keep you any longer, although we could sit here and talk all day. Wale, Mike, Mona, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely brilliant chat. Loved listening to the stories. And uh, yeah, we hope you continue to enjoy Dubai Muscle Show 2022. We've got loads more content coming from great guests such as these. So yeah, thank you for listening. Get down below, like, subscribe, comment. Thank oh, you thank you, man. I freaking Hopefully appreciate much, it. Guys. Hopefully we'll see Titan here. Oh, you will see him in the future. <laughs> Titan will gonna, come in. I was just going to say, the one thing we need to see is at home with the O'Hearns. Oh, <laughs> Why the see. hell is that not a reality TV show? Because that would be absolutely insane. <laughs> well, we we, we got to do something. That kid is... It's fine. I'll take over. I'll get on the phone to the networks. We'll get it sorted. That's <laughs> phenomenal. All right, guys. See you next time. Cheers. Thank Cheers. you very much, guys. Thank you so much. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.